leaders of the world through the ages have recognized the miracle of words. Said the English statesman John Selden three centuries ago, syllables govern the world. Said Napoleon, we govern men with words. Said Benjamin Disraeli in his own way, with words we govern men. And even the prophet Job said, how forcible are right words. No wonder when a Hitler, a Mussolini, or a Piran takes over, his first act is to commandeer words. The press, the radio, and books. He knows that if he doesn't destroy freedom of speech, freedom of speech will destroy him. From then on, he will reward you for listening to the right words. You may be shot for listening to the wrong words. The right books are dictated by the government. The wrong books are burned. Even in a democracy, words are magic instruments. In our everyday politics, he who has the gift of tongues possesses the one indispensable requisite for statesmanship. He who governs or who wants to govern must be skilled in the science of employing words. As Pavlov said, man is more influenced by language than by the facts of surrounding reality. In truth, a word can cut deeper than a sword. No wonder it can be said that the measure of a man is his use of words. He who can say what he wishes to say with confidence and precision and with a sensitive awareness of what is fitting, such a man will stand almost alone. Most people pay little skilled attention to this matter of words. When the impulse moves them, they open their mouths and speak much as a dog barks. The idea of choosing words to fit the occasion never occurs to them. And yet, poverty of language means poverty of thought. A woolly vocabulary means woolly ideas. There was a time when an illiterate person could do pretty well. In those early days, when we first became a nation, 80% of our citizens could neither read nor write. But things are different now. In these modern times, a person so handicapped would be down in the ranks of the day laborers. As 
Dr. Howard E. Brown writes in his book, This is the Way to Study, skilled workers usually know more words than unskilled workers. Poor men know more words than the men who work under them. Superintendents know more than the poor men, and executives more than the superintendents. In colleges too, research has long since shown that the students with high vocabulary ratings get better marks in every subject, even including mathematics and engineering. As a matter of fact, Dr. Lewis E. Terman, who devised the famous Stanford Binet IQ test, states flatly that vocabulary is the best single indication of intelligence. Now, what to do about all this? Well, for one thing, unless you do something about it, you will find yourself up against the fact that vocabulary almost stops growing at the age of 25. So you must have a plan. And this book offers you the way. It's an easy way and almost like a game. True, it is a brief book. But if it arouses your curiosity about words, if it convinces you that they can give you power beyond belief, if it excites you to the point of making you determined to increase your vocabulary day by day, it can have a lifelong effect on your career and can bring you unto 